Welcome to episode number 71 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. Today we promise to bring you a message I believe that'll change your thought process, change your prayer life, and increase your faith. Now that's a pretty big challenge for us, but we're going to take that step at a time. This series I'm dealing with now is in the area of faith, one of my all-time favorite topics to talk about. And so I believe God's going to bless it because I know that He loves people of faith, and every one of us needs to have a greater level and a greater depth of faith in our walk with God and just in dealing with everyday life situations. So today's topic is entitled, Faith to Receive. So I just believe God's going to bless it. So let's pray and ask for his touch and his anointing. Heavenly Father, we come to you in need of your touch and your guidance and direction. I pray that your anointing would come down now on this teaching and that you would bless it. I pray the Holy Spirit would guide my thoughts, comments that I've written down, the things that have been prepared for this podcast. And I pray that you'd open up the hearts of those who have tuned in today, Father, that they might receive something very special from you, Lord, as we read from your word, Father, and we wait upon the Holy Spirit to guide and direct everything that's taken place this day. And Father, may may you receive all glory and all honor for everything, Father God, that you do in the lives of each individual tuning in today. In Jesus' name, amen. For those of you who might be tuning in for the first time, I've just completed a several-month series in the area of finances in how to deal with financial prosperity, how to understand the importance of having spiritual prosperity prior to financial prosperity, and there'll be other topics in the future we'll be talking about, topics such as dealing with miracles, issues dealing with marriage and family. I'm even going to talk about business and how to make good decisions in finance and business in the future. So we're just going to see how the Holy Spirit leads us. But right now we're going to focus all of our time and all of our effort for the next few weeks, months. I'm not sure how long this will go. I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to guide and direct us as we take on the challenge of understanding and growing in our faith. In my last podcast, I talked about the importance of dreaming and believing and trusting God and opening up our heart to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us and allow our mind to dream dreams and to have great ideas and plans for the future. And in conjunction with dreaming, we've got to have an understanding of what faith is all about. So I know that the Lord is going to bless us, and I know that our faith will grow as we read His Word and we seek examples of people who have great faith and how God moved in their life. It reminds me of a very dear friend and pastor of mine who started a ministry. He was very successful in his ministry and for many, many years had a great church, a very large church, was extremely successful. But then as he was growing older and approaching his mid-60s, he decided, I'm just not doing enough. I know there's more out there. I know that God has given me more faith to step out. So he reached out and started a whole new ministry. It was a brand new ministry, something that a lot of folks thought would not work, but it was something that he knew that God had called him to do. So he stepped out in faith and took on the challenge of doing inner city ministry and reaching out to the hurting people, the the downtrodden, those people that a lot of people have given up on. But he's had a great ministry now in that area for many years and is incredibly successful. I know that many of you might be trying to guess what ministry and and who it is. I don't think I'm really going to mention who it is because I think at this time, I'd rather you just simply 
Think about it and dream about it and start thinking in your own mind, in your own heart. What dream do I have in my heart? What dream do I have? You should think about that. What dream do I have for my future and for my life and for my family or in my marriage or if I'm single for my friends and just those that I know and those that I love? Because God does have great plans for all of us and God wants our faith to grow. He wants us to receive from him. And he's given us instructions throughout his word, telling us how to grow in faith and how to reach out and receive the wonderful things that God has given us. When I was a young man, I didn't understand what faith was all about. I just thought you just worked hard. And when you wanted to do something, if the door wasn't open, you'd just figure out a way to knock the door down and just get it done. And I've come to find out that that's not the way to do things. First of all, as a Christian, We need to understand that God wants to guide and direct us, and he wants us to come to him and ask for his wisdom and guidance, and he wants us to understand that he will give us faith to handle whatever happens in our life. So then as I grew in my Christian walk, I started realizing that I needed to increase my prayer life. I needed to start to understand what it truly is to trust God. And then I became curious about this word faith, and what do they mean faith? And why do some people receive and other people don't receive? And how come some people get healed and other people don't get healed. And the questions were just running through my mind. And so I started reading the Word of God and I started trying to understand, Father, how does this work and exactly what should I do? And I ran across a lot of great books. I read books from the incredible evangelist by the name of Smith Wigglesworth. It's kind of a funny name, but he was a great man of faith and he's written much on faith and has uh, been was an incredibly successful evangelist and had a healing ministry. He's since passed many, many years ago. And I know that a lot of folks have heard of him, but many people maybe have not heard of him. But he had a great life and he was a plumber. And then at the age of 48, he went into ministry. His wife was already preaching the gospel message and she told him, I believe you need to step out in faith and preach the message that God has put on your heart, that God is a healer, that Jesus wants to heal us. And so he went around the world and became incredibly successful, very famous, and had an amazing healing ministry. Well, we can read these things and it's wonderful to read them, but sometimes we wonder, how can that happen in my life? How can I step out in faith and receive what God has in plan for me, what God knows that I should do in my life and the direction that I should take? Well, let's open up the Word of God and see how He wants to direct us and what His Word tells us about guiding and directing us that God has planned for us to receive. You see, we serve a God with unlimited potential. And we must not put our limits on our dreams. You know, in our own mind, we put limits on things. Like I remember when we wanted to start a church, my wife and I were praying. I said, oh God, if you'll just give us a church that could run a thousand people, I would be so blessed. It would be so wonderful. And we could make such a difference and make a difference in people's lives and change families. That's just our dream. And I look back on that and I kind of wish we wouldn't have said that. I, w- I wish we would have said, Father, we want you to have the, let us have the kind of church that you want us to have and the size of the church. Our church quickly got to 1,000. Then it got to 1,000. Then all of a sudden, I started thinking, wait a minute, 1,000 was my plan. God had greater plans for that than I could even think or even imagine. And that's the way it will be in your life. So dream big, think big, and believe that God's going to give you a big faith to step into that dream and that plan that he's placed upon your life and your heart. Let's look at some of the things that might rob us of our dreaming or rob us of thinking about things that we'd like to see happen in our life and most importantly, robbing us of our faith. 
First, distractions usually rob us of our faith and our dreams. You see, I believe a distraction is a deadly poison to our faith. If distractions clutter our mind, it starts a process of weakening our dreams. Think about that. Distractions weaken our dreams and they weaken our faith. Because distractions get into our heart. See, they start in our mind. They start what we think and kind of what we see, but then if we think about it enough and get distracted too much, then we start to believe it in our heart and we start to lose our dream and our faith. You see, distractions kill the dream for a lifetime. And distractions are a death sentence to get life from nothing or to see things come from nothing or to call forth those things that are not as though they are. And that's going to be a major theme of this teaching on faith is to call forth those things that are not as though they are. You see, if you are dreaming of someday owning a house, then why don't you start thinking of yourself as being in a house and how you would decorate it and the kind of home you'd like to have and where you'd like to live and what's the maximum house payment that you'd like to have and then imagine yourself being debt-free and no house payment and just start dreaming and start planning and start believing and have the faith that someday that's going to happen. Let me give you another step that robs us of our faith and our dreams. A limited prayer life is always a blockade to see our dreams come to life. You see, I've heard it said that most Christians pray, listen to this, less than three minutes a day. That's remarkable. I mean, that is amazing to me to think that Christians today, born-again believers who love Jesus Christ with all their heart, soul, and might, only pray about three minutes a day. And by the way, that includes their meals. So if they're just praying one minute for each meal that they're at, that's it. That's the limit most people have. And you can't have a strong faith and have that type of a limited prayer life. You see, prayer is the best way to see our dreams come to life. Prayer will keep us focused. Setting aside a time of prayer every day will guarantee our success. It will also guarantee that we'll have an increase in our faith. Now, it doesn't guarantee that everything's going to work the way we want it, but it will guarantee what the Word of God says, that all things work together for those who love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. And so we got to remember that there's no guarantee that faith is always going to get us everything we want whenever we want it. That's not the way it works. But we can understand that faith will give us an understanding that God guarantees that things in our life will work together if we love God and if we are the called according to His purpose and we're operating in His purpose. Let me give you another one here. A third reason why faith or dreams will fail or will be robbed from those from our faith and dreams. Helping others see their dreams come true will help us see our dreams come true. So I have a, I've done, I've done a lot of counseling for people, a lot of counseling, always biblically based, but counseling in their finances and their businesses. And I don't do investing and that type of stuff with them, but I spend time trying to get them on track to prepare a budget, to put things together and understand what their expenses are, to get them to understand as a couple to plan their finances together and, and have discipline in their financial spending and all those things. I've talked about that for a long time. So I've counseled many, many people who need help in that area. I've also helped a lot of people who need jobs. One of the things I like to do when someone comes in to see me and they say, Pastor, I need a job. I can't seem to find anything. What steps can I take? And my advice to them is this. If you need a job, 
help someone else who needs a job to find one. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, that's kind of dumb. If you don't have a job, why would you want to go out and help someone else? Well, let me, let's think about that for a second. If we need a job and then we step aside from our need and we go out and help someone else, I believe we're getting the attention of God right then, as soon as we reach out to someone else. And then we tell that person, this is what you need to do to go get a job. And you remind them of filling out a resume and being consistent in your follow-up and dressing nice and clean cut when you go to apply for your job or you send your email in or whatever you're doing these days with all this electronic stuff we have. If you have a good picture, then be sure and send a picture of what you think a person should look like when they go work for a place that you want to go work for. And you train them and teach them. And while you're training them and teach them on how they should get a job, you're basically reminding yourself of all the steps that you need to take. You see, you rob yourself of the blessing of faith when you don't believe that you can have the faith to help someone achieve the need that they have in their life. Now that may sound a little confusing, but it's really not. It's very simple. Help others see their dreams come true. Help others see that they can have faith. Tell them how to have faith and that will increase our faith. Now I think that might make it a little bit clearer, but I believe that God wants to use us to bless us and he wants us to encourage others to have faith. And in doing so, we'll encourage ourselves in reaching out and seeing our faith grow. Another thing that robs us from having faith and seeing our dreams come true is to be a negative person. You know, it's so important that we understand that negativity is such a dangerous, disastrous attitude to have. I know a couple very well, and they're always telling me how positive they are. And they're always saying, oh, I'm so positive about this, and we're so positive about that. We always take the positive side. But when I talk to them, and when I listen to them, they always point out the negative things. And they point out the negative things in such a way that it makes them feel negative and puts them down. You see, if we are negative people, we will not be a person of great faith. We certainly won't dream. People who are negative, they don't see their dreams coming true. They don't even see the purpose many times in even having a dream. Many times they're, they're the person who's complaining about nothing ever good happens to me. And, and the old saying is, if it wasn't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. That type of thing, that's the person who lacks in faith. That's the person who lacks in receiving their dream come true in their life. So now, how do we change negativity? Well, we pick up the word of God and we claim its promises. We, we claim the promises of God each and every day. We start thinking about scriptures like the steps of a righteous man are led of God. We think that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We believe that with God on our side, who can possibly come up against us? And we think of those scriptures, we think of those promises of God that basically say, he's always there, he never leaves us, he never forsakes us, that with God, all things are possible. So if we start believing that and thinking that and quoting that, that negativity will leave our life. And it's obvious to understand that when negativity leaves our life, faith replaces it. Dreams replaces negativity. And we start to have hope and we start to have faith and we start to believe that all things are possible. Let's move on to number five. The fifth point I want to make about how things will rob us of our faith and our dreams. Number five, 
Give God a chance to bring something into your life that you envisioned as nothing. Now, a lot of folks give up on God before they even give him a chance to do what only he can do. With God, all things are possible. With God, no weapon formed against you will prosper. With God, something always comes from nothing. Our God created the universe from nothing. He created you from nothing. He can create something new in your life if you give him the opportunity. Now trust him, seek him, praise him for good results before the answer even comes. Sometimes I believe we just need to look at it this way. Give God thanks before you see the results you desire. I like to say, Lord, thank you for the great message that's going to come this Sunday from the pulpit. Thank you, God, for the blessings of this book. And thank you for what's going to come out of this book that's going to bless my life. I just enjoy saying that. I believe it. It's not the power of positive thinking. It's just simply having faith to believe that what God has put before me is going to bless me in one way or another. Now, Walt Disney said something very powerful. He said, a dream is a wish your heart makes. Now, that's been said for many, many years. And I'm quoting it from him. His statement, he believed in a dream. And he says, a dream is a wish your heart makes. What a great slogan that is, but what even a more powerful statement that is. For some, it will be hard to believe your past dreams can be rebirthed because it's been years since you had those dreams. In fact, you may have completely given up on any of your past dreams and given up on any chance of having faith to believe. To help you in your walk towards more faith and a greater faith and how to receive because of the faith that God has placed in your heart. Let me suggest that you think of how Abraham must have felt when he was told by God that he would have a son and be the father of many nations. Remember now, he was about 100 years old. Abraham must have thought, God, are you kidding me? Do you realize, God, how old I am and how old Sarah is? Look at my circumstances. Look at my age. Look at my health. Look at my wife. You see, that's from the story where God told him, I know you don't have any kids right now or any children right now, but I'm going to bless you and you're going to become the father of many nations. And Abraham must have thought, my goodness. And when you read the story, it's so powerful that the message that he was given, he struggled with it. And his wife even had a greater challenge with it than he did. Matter of fact, I said before that that he was challenged to to deal with it, but she basically just laughed it off and said, there's not a chance in the world that's going to happen. You see, we've got to stop looking at our circumstances. And that's what Abraham, he was able to do that. He was able to stop looking at his circumstances. And he started to look to God and trust God and to believe that God who was able, could do anything. And when he believed that, when he cut away from his negativity and cut away from his thoughts of that can't happen to me and this is impossible and what's God dreaming on? What's he thinking about? How can that possibly happen? When he got rid of all that stuff and started saying, Father, I'm just going to trust you. Remember what Job said when he was going through these challenges and his life was nearly gone, nearly taken, and everybody was telling him, why don't you just turn away from God? And why don't you just ignore God? And and Job's wife said, why don't you just curse God and die? And Job looked up, even though he'd lost his children, he lost his wealth, he'd lost everything. He was sick, he was ill, he had incredible disease and problems. The guy was just really going through the worst of the worst of the worst. And yet he said, though God slay me, yet I will trust him. So therefore, 
He didn't allow circumstances to rob him of his faith and his dream. So whatever you do, believe that God is greater than your circumstances because he is. There's no circumstance, there's no sickness, there's no illness that's greater than God. It kind of reminds me of when I was diagnosed with multiple myeloma, bone marrow cancer. The doctor looked at me and he said, you know what? He said, Pastor, he says, I hate to tell you this. He said, but you really have a bad case of this. And three quarters of your plasma cells in your bone marrow are malignant. And I'm amazed that your bones aren't broken and that you're not basically in hideous pain. But he says, I don't know what to tell you other than there's no cure for this. And he said, we're going to try some treatments and they're, they're good. We hope that they'll work. But if they don't work, you don't have but six months to live at best. And I put my head down for just a second because the Holy Spirit spoke to me and I put my head right back up. I mean, I was, I don't think my head went down for more than a second. And I put my head right back up and I looked the doctor right in the eyes. I said, so let me get this straight. You are trying to scare me with heaven. And he looked at me and he said, wow, you must really believe that. You must really believe in heaven. And I said, yeah, before this is done, before God heals me, before this all happens, and then you will, you'll see me, that God's going to bring me up from this and raise me up and I'm going to be healed. I said, you're going to wind up believing it too. And you'll understand that my God is greater than this circumstance that I'm placed in right now. Now, please forgive me. You think I'm trying to give you some idea that I'm this super strong person, this super spiritual person, because that's just not who I am. I'm an average person. I've had my ups. I've had my downs. I've had my doubts in life. I've had my great victories. I've had some failures. So that's just life in itself. You know, the Bible says that rain falls on the just and the unjust just alike. So I didn't think, oh God, how could you let this happen? And why did you let this come into my life? I just said, God, the worst thing that can happen to me is heaven. And when you think about it, our circumstances are never greater than the promises that God has for us. So I want you to receive that promise today of a greater faith. I want you to receive that promise that your dreams can come true, that God gave you the dream and he wants that dream to come true in your life. So today, you may be saying, Pastor, look at my health look at my finances, look at my age, look at my work schedule. What am I going to do? How can I possibly get over this? Well, let me just challenge you with something. Let me give you a little homework assignment. I want you to get your Bible when you get off of this podcast and read Romans 4.17. That's the promise of God that he brings forth those things that are not as though they are, that he brings things that are dead back to life. Now, when you claim that promise in Romans 4.17. You will receive your dream. Expect to receive your aspirations, your hopes, and your desires, and your dreams. Now act on it and accept it in Jesus' name. You know, our God is ready. Are you ready to receive that increase in faith? I know you are, so just step out and claim it. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity I've had to bring this message to these people at this time. I pray blessing upon those that are listening in. And I pray, Father, that they would step out in faith, Father, and they would dream again, Lord. And they would dream with great faith, Father. And they would understand that their faith will produce great results. Father, bless them and keep them. May your face shine upon them, Father. And Father, may all of our faith grow. You give us all. Your word says a measure of faith. And I pray now that we'd take that measure and we'd cuddle it and be thankful for it. But Father God, we want that measure of faith to grow into great faith, not in ourselves, 
We deny ourselves, Father, but our faith is in you because we know that you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond anything we can imagine or even think. And that's according to the power that you've placed in us, which is the power of your Holy Spirit. I thank you for this opportunity. I give you praise, Father, for who you are, what you've done in my life, and what you're going to do with this wonderful series, Father God, on faith. For I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I hope that you are blessed today. I hope that you receive something special and that you'll draw closer to God and then watch him draw closer to you. As I close this teaching today, I'll give you a couple little challenges. I challenge you to think about the things that need come back to life in your life. And I challenge you to give him thanks before you see the results that you desire. That takes faith. But I know you got it. I know you can do it. I know you're able because of the power that works inside of you. I pray that you'll continue to listen to these podcasts in the upcoming weeks as we continue our study on the powerful word faith. Before I close this session, I'm reminded of Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13 in the New Living Translation. It says here, it's in part B of that, of that verse, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I'm telling you, church, there's a great promise that lies ahead for all of us. You've got greater faith coming than you can imagine or even think. I believe that God's going to do something in your life, going to encourage you and bless you. I believe you're going to start standing up and claiming the word of God and the promises of God. And when you do that, you're going to see a change in your life. You're going to see a change in your heart. You're going to see a change in your thinking. And people around you will be drawn to it. They'll want to know what you have and how it's been attained. And you'll just tell them, I'm reading the word of God. I'm trusting God. And I'm believing that he's able. I'm denying myself and accepting the power of God in my life. So I believe we're going to see great things. Matter of fact, I'm so excited I could go right into the next episode right now, but I can't because I've run out of time. So if you want to see your faith grow and your friends faith grow, then call them and remind them to tune into these podcasts that come up twice a week here. If you are interested in hearing more about these podcasts on faith, you can subscribe to my podcasts on cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to go back and listen to some of the teachings I've had on prosperity and financial issues, you could go to that same cpnshows.com as they keep a record of all the podcasts that we have brought over the last several months. I'd like to offer you an opportunity to go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com and if you would click that on, you'll see there's an opportunity to subscribe to my weekly newsletter, which will be dealing with faith now that we're in that topic. And in the past, it's been dealing with a lot of other subjects, but when we change a major topic like this, we'll be modifying our newsletter and giving you an opportunity to have something additional to help your faith. If you would like while you're on my webpage, you can look up some of the books that I've written. I've written several on finance, one called Generosity, What's in it for me? There's another there entitled Experience the Joy of Debt-Free Living. For those veterans that are out there, I've written a couple of books on my experiences in Vietnam and also how to deal with the challenges of Agent Orange and PTSD today. It's a very difficult problem in our nation today. And many Vietnam veterans and Afghanistan veterans and Gulf War veterans and all of them are struggling with the challenges of PTSD. 
So those are things that you can look up. I think they'll be a blessing to you. And there's a book in there on faith. And I'm teaching from that book in this series. It's called Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. You might have to think about that title a little bit. When you, but when you do, you'll realize that we can receive everything. Even if it's something that failed in our past or something that we've given up on. So I'd like to encourage you, if you've got an old dream or an old thought on your mind that you'd like to see come true, then go to that bookcase and pull that book off the shelf and look at it and read it again, the one that you were inspired by when you first read it, that gave you a dream and a plan of something you wanted to do in your life. This is a time to pick up those old dreams and wait and see how God's going to use them and bless them and bless your life. My next podcast is entitled, Stay Focused to Have Greater Faith. You know, I talked a little bit on this particular topic on distractions. Well, distractions can destroy us. They can destroy our dreams and our plans and and really hurt our faith, rob us of our faith. But now we want to talk about how do we stay focused? How can we keep our mind focused on having greater faith and believing that God is truly able to accomplish those things that we desire? So let me close with, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. Now may the Lord bless and prosper you, and may you be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, I pray that our God will richly bless you.